This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 126 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture today for more information. Hello, Social Pack! Welcome to Thoughtful Thursday, or as I like to call it, Friday Eve. On Thoughtful Thursday, we discuss deep thoughts, including overarching strategy and organizational structure, and today will be no different. But before we get into that, I do want to make sure that you are aware of some things. Social Media Marketing World 18 is happening in sunny San Diego at the Convention Center on Wednesday, February 28th. It kicks off. I will be there if you're going to be there as well. Tweet me at FSOCHE and let me know that you're going to be there. Let's see if we can connect up and get a coffee and talk about what you're doing with your digital and social customer care program. I'd love to hear about it. I'll be there covering. So if you're not able to make it, don't worry about it. I'll have a pregame show that will be done for you to let you know which events I think are going to be very interesting. The party that happens on the aircraft carrier is always very interesting because everybody likes to show up. And so you get to see everybody before everything gets started. There will be a post show that I'll do for you to let you know if you weren't able to attend the information that I brought back that I think will be most pertinent to us in running our digital and social customer care operations. And even though it's social media marketing world, a couple of things about that. I think that looking at what's happening in marketing can really help us understand what's going to be coming down the pike to us for social media customer care. Because as you know, if we're going to be out there opening what I call a new lemonade stand, we also need to see if people can have a two-way conversation. We need to see whether it makes sense for us to be there to support the marketing efforts that our larger organization has going. So there will be lots of information that will come out of that. And then the other announcement I want to make sure that you know is my new book is coming out soon. It's called What Customers Want. And I'm very excited to bring this to you. I just know that it's going to be jam-packed with information that will really help you out in terms of why customers do the things that they do and what it is that we can do about it from a digital and social perspective to just deliver fantastic customer service. 
If you're a member of the social pack already, not to worry, it will just have excerpts delivered right to your inbox, and you'll get a first look at the book and what's in it. If you're not already a member of the social pack, that's okay. There's still plenty of time. Just head on over to sociallysupportive.com and sign up for the social pack right there. I will not spam you every day with emails. I don't believe in that. So you can feel safe just signing up and I'll only send you things about different events that might be happening and books that might be coming out or tidbits that might be interesting to you. Okay, so we've got a special guest today and let's move on to today's inspiration that our guest brought to us. Today's inspiration is from Jim Collins who said, great vision without great people is irrelevant. And our book of the day that was brought by our special guest is by Christoph Lunenberger titled A Culture of Purpose, How to Choose the Right People and Make the Right People Choose You. So who is this fantastic guest? Well, if you listen to episode 123 on Monday about agent scorecards, you already know. But if you missed Monday's episode, then I'm not going to tell you just yet. But today's guest is the founder of Rewire Digital, a new agency providing world-class social customer care for medium to large-sized businesses. He's got an MBA in marketing and has over 10 years of tech experience, as well as growing his own content marketing business, which sold in 2012. So without further ado, I give you, ladies and gentlemen, Shane Ketterman. Shane, I'm so glad that you've come back on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited. I am too, because today's topic is very special to me. I think that when you are choosing the people who are going to be on your team, there is not much that can be more important than that. So I'm really excited, especially since you founded Rewire Digital, you're going to have some insight into people who we should be hiring specifically for digital and social customer care. We may all be used to hiring agents for call centers, but we may not know exactly what we should be looking for in terms of hiring the right agent for digital and social. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned that, actually. That was a great segue because one of the first things that I think is important is there is a difference and the hiring process One of the things that I thought about is is that the hiring process needs to be very well thought out because if it's in an organization and you're going to hire a customer service agent for social customer care, it's going to be an interesting position because typically your traditional customer care, which is going to be phone, email, et cetera, they're not a part of the marketing department. They're usually a part of their own department. So when you bring a social customer care person in, because it's social media, they may fall under the marketing umbrella. Therefore, I think one critical thing is that both of those teams and the managers, et cetera, need to coordinate efforts so that the policies overlap and processes don't clash. I think that's a really interesting thing right off the bat is where they come into the organization and what's prior existed. I think that's an important thing right off the bat. Oh, I would definitely agree with that because you've got so much that's going back and forth. When you've got social media and you're providing customer support over social media, it's usually like we were talking about because there's a marketing department in your organization that is 
pushing out marketing materials or proactive materials to your social channels. And their specialty is to understand the products and services that your company is bringing to market. Mm -hmm. And to be able to answer questions about that actually falls in your customer service department. For example, if you have someone who says, I like to use the National Chewing Gum Company as an example (laughs) all the time. And if you've got National Chewing Gum Company, the marketing department knows that the new, you know, spring mint flavor of gum is coming out and they know the features and the functionality of the spring mint flavor of gum. But the questions that come in, first of all, marketing may not have the hours of operations, right, to be able Mm -hmm. to support questions late at night. And usually your support center does. And then the other thing is, when the questions come in, it may not be questions directly about the specific flavor or the packaging or any of that concept. It's probably about well, is it too late if I've already ordered a shipment to be able to add a stack of this spring mint flavor in? And the mm-hmm. marketing team goes, mm, don't know, that's operational. So then your <laughs> your ops team has to get involved or your customer support team. So definitely important that those two are together because they have to answer the question, and you're probably going to touch on this, but in the same feeling, the same tone of voice, right, that the marketing yeah. team would have. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's bringing an interesting conversation into companies as they realize how important this is. They bring these folks in and it's like, okay, where do they go and how do we you know, make this work all together? That's an interesting point. Now, I did look at some of the skills and the number one skill. And actually, Dan Gingas talks about that in his, in his book, Winning at Social Customer Care. Mm-hmm. And this is important service aptitude Mm. because it's so much easier to teach social media skills than it is to teach someone how to care for a customer. Yes. And you have to look at patience and empathy and compassion. And one interesting thing I found is you might ask yourself, well, how would I know? Well, as it turns out, there's some really great resources out there for what is called the customer service aptitude profile. And it's an exam. And it's it's a neutral given exam. And you can give this to a potential employee and have them work through the questions. And at the end, it kind of gives you a, a weight. Where do they fit on this scale? Because those are some of the things that just are ingrained in people to be or not to be. Mm. So service aptitude is huge. I, I would say it's it's big. Yes, absolutely. You've got to have a desire to serve. You've got to have something inside of you almost that bothers you if you're not offering help or assistance to someone. Mm-hmm. It's sort of in your nature. Yeah. And the, that test is a CSAP. It's, you know, that's the acronym. But I was really happy to see that it existed. And I think it's worthwhile to find out up front, you know, because it's it's important. And the number two skill I I listed was the ability to take control. Oh, I love this one. This one is so important. Yeah, because, you know, this goes back to a lot of research done, but being able to take control and and again, it's okay to apologize and do the, the things we do for empathy. But at the same time, you have to be able to give the customer confidence that you can handle this situation. 
so it doesn't spin out of control. And that is, you know, it's a personality trait, the ability to take take the reins in, as it were, take control and command this and drive it all the way through. That's important. And customers can feel that too, because if you've ever mm-hmm. if you've ever tweeted or you've ever been on Facebook and you've ever said, you know, my something isn't working, my flux capacitor isn't fluxing <laughs> properly, we'll just right. use that. And so you can tell when an agent says, oh, I'm so sorry about that. And then it's not followed up with, uh, you've come to the right place, I can definitely take care of this for you. It's not a problem, you know, then you you sort of feel taken care of and you settle down a little bit versus someone who just says, I'm sorry. And then you don't have a lot of gumption that's behind that to get your problem resolved. Absolutely. And I think, you know, taking control is anywhere from, you know, just being able to command that situation. And there's actually words that are out there that you can use that actually are more, you know, give that feeling of taking control. It's it's very interesting, but I think that's a second skill to have. And then the other skills to look for, I would, all of these are important, but this one I would say is third, which is writing skills. Yes. Because you're not going to be on the phone or in email, you're going to be writing primarily communicating via words. And that's a really important skill. And then I would follow it up and saying, you need to be able to write in what's now 280 characters on Twitter. Used to be 140, but you know, it's 280 now. So being able to convey something in a very short amount of, of space. Yes. It's really important. And then there's a few others. And one is being confident being curious, you know, being very curious about what's happening. And lastly, being resilient. Yes, you have to be resilient, because, you know, if things spin out of control, or if they don't, you have to hold yourself there and not blame yourself personally, don't take it personal. And that's tough. (laughs) It, It is tough. And I'll tell you what, when you are a representative in a call center, and you are in a dyadic conversation, it's just you and it's the customer. And perhaps it doesn't go the way that you wanted it to go. Perhaps you weren't able to calm the customer down, or perhaps you accidentally gave the customer some information that wasn't complete, or it wasn't as helpful as it could have been. Uh This happens on a phone call. But you can recover from it pretty easily by just reaching back out to that customer, you know, what have you. If you are on social media, I used to make sure that my agents and I tell my clients this, I make sure that the agents are completely comfortable and that they're not uncomfortable with the fact that what they're typing, the president of their company could see and their name will be attached to the response that they're putting out there in the world. Some people that scares them so much that even (laughs) replying the first time out in public, it takes so long, you know, so you want that comfort level, where an agent can, you know, be really resilient. And like you said, if they don't have really great typing skills, if they can't type, you know, 80 words a minute or something, it's challenging for them to have Mm -hmm. the handle time that their peers have, it's challenging for them to get through the number of, of interactions that they need to get through. Yeah. And I mean, that's a good point too. what you bring up about being comfortable with being out in public. I mean, it's even scary for seasoned professionals. Mm -hmm. Because 
it's almost like you are on stage. Mm -hmm. You know, I can equate it with stage fright because it's just like, you know, acting or something. You get on stage and all of a sudden you realize everybody's staring at you. Right. (laughs) And it's kind of like that. But, you know, one interesting thing you mentioned, too, is about the president of the company can see it. Here's something else. So can your competitors. Yes. So there's all this pressure. And I think that's why picking the right people is absolutely crucial because there's just no margin for error. Right. Not everybody is cut out to do this particular kind of role. And it doesn't make people better or worse that they're not cut Mm -hmm. out. I just think it's very important that people are comfortable in the role that they're sitting in, because otherwise, it's going to be a really long eight or 10 hours for that frontline agent. And it's going to be a really long time for their supervisor and their manager. And eventually, it gets back to you. And you think, man, Susie must have been so uncomfortable while this was happening. And I want her to be comfortable. So that was Mm -hmm. always one of the questions that I would ask in an interview is does this, you know, are you comfortable in this type of situation? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important. Shane, I think these are fantastic tips on on making sure that you are hiring the right agent. Where can people get in touch with you if they don't want to have to hire their own agents and they would rather that you just handle it for them? My website, rewiredigital.com. I'm also on Twitter at Rewire Digital. I'm on LinkedIn as well and also Facebook. So people can, you know, a wide variety of options. (laughs) That is wonderful. Shane Ketterman, everybody. Today's episode has been brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So just head over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for craftbeerclub.com today. All right, everybody, this has been Thoughtful Thursday or Friday Eve. And make sure that you tune in tomorrow for Freeform Friday, where we will go freestyle and talk about whatever we feel like because it's Friday. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. This is Shane Ketterman. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time. 